1: Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
3: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
1: You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
2: This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories, and we tell stories about everything here on this show, from the arts to sports, and from business to history, and everything in between, including your stories. We've told the story of both the 1980 U.S. Olympics miracle on ice story and the captain of that team's story, Mike Caruzioni. Here's Greg Hengel with an alternative look at that miraculous tale. In his book, Win at
0: Losing, How Our Biggest Setbacks Can Lead to Our Greatest Gains, Sam Wyman explores how failure can often be beneficial. Among the people he profiles is Ralph Cox, a former college hockey star who was squeezed out of arguably the greatest moment in sports history. What you might know about Ralph comes from the 2004 Disney movie Miracle, which is the true story of the 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team that upset the powerful Soviets en route to the gold medal at Lake Placid. One of the movie's bit characters is a very likable forward with a thick Boston accent. Ralph Cox had shaggy hair and a handlebar mustache, and in college hockey, he was a prolific goal scorer. The problem is, Cox also suffered an ankle injury in the run-up to the games, and it continued to nag him as the Americans were paring down their roster for Lake Placid. In one of the movie's most emotional scenes, U.S. coach Herb Brooks calls Cox into his office to relay the news that he had to make one more cut. And Cox was it. Now, here's Ralph Cox picking up the story following the last day of training camp in Minneapolis, Minnesota.
3: People in Minneapolis were going to give us a going away banquet for, you know, living there. We all lived in Minneapolis and that's where we trained. I get to the hotel where the banquet hall is and Herb wants to see me and someone says downstairs in a small conference room, a small banquet hall and as I'm walking down the stairs, I'm realizing that this is probably the moment, like I, I, I knew Herb, even though no one had said it, I really thought I was going to be on the team, I mean I really thought I would be on the team and go to Lake Placid, um, I sensed that he was calling me there to tell me otherwise. Um, so, you know, you, you know, I tell you, I, I stayed outside the room for about, uh, the doors closed for a, a good five minutes, just trying to catch my breath, get my composure, because it was a very emotional moment. It was very, very hard to think about that possibility. Um, and so your emotions are running high, and I open the door, Finally, I just said to myself, you know, have some courage, take a breath, go in there and and see what's going on. And when I walked in, Herb was pacing back and forth in the room when he saw me come in. He just looked at me and he welled up, which I'd never seen that happen. I mean, Herb was a very powerful guy and it took him a few minutes to be able to catch his breath or get his composure. And he tried to talk and again, he was a little emotional. And at that moment, for some reason, I was extremely uh, calm and in control. And I looked at him and I said, you know, hey, it's it's gonna be all right, and he sort of smiled at me a little bit, and he said, you know, I uh, I've really enjoyed having you on the team. You've been great to have around. Your enthusiasm, your passion for the game. I think you're one of the best goal scorers I've, I've ever seen or coached. He said, I think your injury has really slowed you down. It's only been five months. We're gonna be playing on a big ice surface, um, and I, I have to make one of the toughest, if not the toughest, coaching fishing decision I've ever had to make, Ralph, and I'm not gonna be able to take you. And again, he, 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 he welled up and stood up and walked around the room a little bit. And, um, you know, he, he sat back down again and we, we talked a little bit about, uh, um, about the Olympics. I told him it was always a dream that I had to actually go there. I said, I really have a, f- uh, I don't know where this came from, but I said, I really have a funny feeling about this team that you're gonna have a real shot at a medal. And, he said, and I said, I think you can really win the gold medal. And he started laughing and he said, geez, I'll, I'll be happy if we just have a good showing. There's a lot of people are not sure about that. And he said, it's nice to see you feel like that, you know. He said, if I can ever do anything for you, ever in your career, he said, it'd be a pleasure to to be able to do that. And what I, what I didn't know at that time, and I didn't know for almost 10 years, um, but it made sense after after the 10 years, because it was an article in Sports Illustrated. and uh, the uh, the author of the article asked Herb, you know, at that moment, when the final seconds ticked down and you knew you were going to win the gold medal, what were you thinking about? And he said, I was thinking about Ralph Cox. And I'm reading the article and I'm thinking that's unusual. And uh, then I went on to talk about Herb being the last cut in the 1960 Olympics, right before the Olympics, and just the ironic moment. That you know, he when he was probably letting me go, he was thinking of himself. I knew it was hard for him, and it was obviously a crushing moment for me uh, as an athlete. And I remember when I left there, uh, I, I, you know, I thought my life was over. This was going to be it. You know, it'd never be the same, and 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 my life would be very different, which it which it has been. Um, and it took a few years to uh, sort of adjust who you are in the world, you think, you know, at that point as an athlete you think of yourself as a hockey player. But it, uh, it really f- it forced me and helped me think about uh, myself and the world around me in a much, I think, a much healthier way in and in a, in a good way. And, and I went on, I had a great career playing in, in Europe and you know, a lot of good moments in hockey and a lot of good moments working with the Penguins with Herb. And people used to tell me, don't you hate her, Brooks? Not for a second. I enjoyed him as a coach. He was a phenomenal hockey coach, you know, and I don't think people need me to say that, but he was the best bench coach that I think most of us on that team ever had. And, um, you know, it wasn't easy. I think melding that team together. We were all young and enthusiastic guys and all of us were the captains of our team. We all had big egos and we all wanted to play and we thought we should be playing all the time, killing penalties on the power play. And you know, the guys from the East really, that's true. And the guys from the West, they had this culture clash. And he had a way of bringing us together and he certainly was as good as coach as I've ever played for.
0: Ralph Cox was the ECAC player of the year in 1979. And he played professionally in Europe before joining the Pittsburgh Penguins as a scout, winning two Stanley Cups. He currently has a successful real estate business and still gets together with the players from the 1980 team.
2: And great job on that, Greg. The story of Ralph Cox here on Our American Stories.
1: iHeart Radio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say "free" this week in your Xfinity voice
3: remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride, with some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love. You transformed a hundred thousand miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it.